when you are aware of yourself you know your flaws you know your strengths you know where to use the pareto's you know 80 20 rule now the pareto 80 20 rule goes like this like when you have a list of 100 things to do now 20% of that thing, like 20% of all the list, if you had done 20%, it will still be equivalent to the 80% you did not do, like you still get more joy. Welcome to the Confidence Revamp Podcast, the show where we talk about self-love, self-esteem, body image, and the struggles of becoming a better person from the perspective of this young girl here. I'm your host, Ganyatke. And on the show, I also try to involve other people to share their experiences and bring on interviews. I hope to inspire you to feel less alone on your journey and to take action towards becoming a better person. Let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidence Revamp podcast. On today's episode of the show, I have with me Ikmat. Ikmat is the host of Sweet and Sour podcast. She's a student and a makeup artist. And today we are going to talk about self-discovery from our own perspectives, sharing our journey and our tips as well. So please keep on listening. Hi Ikmat, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? And thank you so much for joining me on today's show. Hi, Ganiyat. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. Except for like, everywhere is too dry. The air is dry. Hamatan is really hitting us in Nigeria. <laughs> yes, I was surprised when I woke up this morning to cold hair. So I had to shut the windows and just quickly draw the curtains because... I wasn't expecting that. We are now in a new season. Wow. I'm glad though. Well, at least now the heat will reduce to some extent, especially in the morning. But I'm not ready for the dry skin, Sha. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on today's show. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. So, I would like to start our conversation by talking about this thing here which is that we all have flaws and for some people we focus so much on their flaws that they forget that there are other aspects of themselves and they define themselves by their flaws i've been there myself and i had to learn how to you know walk through that process and also realize that there are good things about myself and that was where my own self-discovery kicked in trying to understand more about myself and and find answers to questions that i have so I want to know what is your opinion on people focusing so much on their flaws and making it who they are because that makes that made self-love very difficult for me and I can guess it's actually also doing the same for other people as well. So what do you think about focusing on our flaws and you know how it has to do with self-discovery? So, okay, first of all, I don't think it is actually okay for you to focus on your flaws. It's okay to know your flaws. It's better for you to work on them than to really charge all your energy 
to you know disturbing yourself about your flaws and with regards to self-discovery it's also important that you know your strengths you know your weaknesses you know what you can and cannot do so that you can work on them not focus on them and be out of place with yourself because you have certain be out of place with yourself because you have certain you know flaws that are normal so i don't think it's okay for you to focus on your flaws actually one thousand percent i agree with you on that and this question is leading me to personality tests and personality types because i remember that for me to identify my strengths and to learn more about myself i took a few personality tests and for some questions it was difficult for me to answer them because i'm like what was this i didn't even know the answer but i just went with my gut feeling you know my instinct on what i felt the answer was and all these personality tests have helped me to you know discover one aspect of myself and the or the other and sometimes they are not all accurate but then i'm able to pick things from them that i feel like yes this actually applies to me so personality tests i can say for me has helped me to open that road for me to say okay these are my strengths okay these are likely to be some of my weaknesses i want to know what what do you think about personality tests do you think they play a role in the self-discovery journey and helping us to actually find out more about ourselves definitely personality tests plays a very big role in self-discovery although at times you might not be able to answer some questions during some personality tests because you don't understand what they're saying but most often times it's always correct because if you eventually check the traits of whatever kind of personality they are linking you to it's more often than not correct and then i know that there are four kind of four kinds of temperaments and we have the choleric the melancholic the phlegmatic and the sanguine for those who didn't know already and like you know we basically fall under these four categories sometimes you might even have two you know and even i think i myself i have two like a mix of two i don't think you can be perfectly one but you can have a mix of you know either of these personality types and so it's like a very big step to knowing okay why am i like this and how can i be a better person because at the end of the day self-discovery is all about knowing yourself and becoming the best version of yourself true we should all strive to do better and try to become you know better people but you said something you talked about the four different types of temperaments i must say that i i never knew about those things i'm so excited to actually hear you talk about them because that is something that i picked from our conversation when we had this conversation earlier and also right now so thank you so much for talking about those um yeah so if you don't mind can you actually give us like a brief explanation on what the sanguine is and the other ones like just something brief on them before we move forward all right permit me to explain this as if i'm talking to people who don't understand anything as if i'm talking to a layman because i feel that is how we would all understand it's better so let's look at the sanguines the sanguines are those people that always have vibes like they're always joyful they're always happy they play with everybody they talk a lot they're just jumpy happy people always 
just relating with everybody that's basically who the sanguine is then we move to the phlegmatic people the phlegmatic people are this kind of people they're like I don't really care they don't really care about anything they're just they're always you know calm not really caring about whatever these people whatever people in this world are doing they're just on their own they don't really care that's the basic or bottom line they're just <laughs> i don't know maybe nonchalant is the word to use because my sister is in this category then we move to the melancholic the melancholic people are Sometimes they used to refer to them as depressed people, but that is not necessarily the case. But they are the kind of, you know, the kind of people where they keep dates of every single thing that happens. Probably if you annoy them, they know the particular date. If you make them happy, they know the particular date. They are just very, should I say sentimental and very emotional people. They keep records of things like this. Then the choleric people are the I don't give a shit kind of people they always have this high attitude over high self-esteem sometimes they can be um related with having very bad temper but it's not necessarily the case you know definitely we are human beings and some people may not have everything that they say they're going to have if they're in this temperament but at least you have majority so basically the four personality types that is how it goes sanguine very happy people choleric very blunt straightforward melancholic very you know they keep dates of every single thing <laughs> like they're very i don't know precise and they're actually always very neat people and they're phlegmatic i really don't care oh my god i think i have a bit of all of them um i can be happy and vibe depending on the energy i'm receiving i can be very nonchalant i remember in secondary school a lot of people will call me i don't care like i really did not care about things i can be like that with certain things and I, I can be, I can also remember dates. I keep dates a lot. Like dates mean a lot to me. Birthdays, like the dates you, you think I've forgotten about. If that date is important to me, I don't forget them. I actually hold it very close and I can also be very blunt. So I can see that I have a bit of like almost everything in here. Thank you so much for breaking it down because I really needed that explanation. So, as someone who actually studied in Nigeria, yeah, there is this subject we're taking on in secondary school, civic education. And in civic education, I can remember that in my class, we were taught about values. We were taught about integrity, honesty, loyalty, all these values, we were taught about them. But no one actually spoke about the importance of us individuals as ourselves having our own personal values. We were taught as if all these values we should imbibe them and i really found it difficult so what do you have to say about identifying our values because i think it's actually very key it's very important it will help us in making our own decisions it makes things easier when you know the things that are important to you and the things that you value yeah civic education that subject was definitely my best because it was quite easy to <laughs> just read you know better than maths that you had to really rack your brain and try to solve or physics or chemistry and so forth but more importantly what is value what are values values are like the worth given to something and it is very very important to know your worth to know where you stand, to know what you can take, and to know what you can't. Now, basically, 
I feel like everything they taught us in civic education is like the overall of everything was supposed to be. But you still need your individual values. Like, can you say no when you ought to say no? Or you are the people's pleaser that you don't want to disappoint everybody? Are you the kind of person when someone does something to you, you tell the person straight on, you don't gossip about the person? Like, what, what, what really do you uphold? What do people... Can people say, okay, I have a secret and I'm going to tell this person because I trust that this person wouldn't ever say anything. I'm, I'm going to hear outside. Are you kind of person that when somebody drops money, they are so relaxed that, oh no, she, she's not going to take it. She's so much of a person of high integrity. What exactly do you uphold? What is your worth? Eventually, when you leave this world, what would be the worth of you as you have lived? What would people say about you? What value would you have like kept? What value would you have? I don't know the word to really use around this, but what value would you have had before you left this world? It's really, really, really important to identify your values and try to make good values your habits. You know, we can talk about values and Definitely, there are bad sides too. You can have bad values, so it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be good values, you know, but we don't want to have bad values. We want to have good values. We want to be worth something that is good. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Word, you are actually dropping it. I really like what you said, and I agree with you. Civic was also my favorite subject, and I think that it is important that we imbibe um, our good values. You can't say you value um, growth, for instance, and you are not even trying to become a better person or advance. No, you can have different definitions for your values. Growth may, might mean something different for you than it actually means to me, but you should actually also imbibe your values. It should show in the things that you do and the decisions that you make. So moving on, let's dive a bit into self-awareness and the role it plays in self-discovery. I think that becoming self-aware is very important because it can help us with self-discovery. You get to understand more about your weaknesses, your strengths. You are able to um, tune into yourself. You are able to um, know certain things about yourself because self-awareness is helps you to actually get there so please talk to me about self-awareness and how you think it relates with self-discovery okay so let me let me let me try and use this kind of example for instance let's assume you have a flaw that you don't understand numbers you you can't calculate well you're not really good at maths now that's that is your flaw right and whatever course you're studying, whether in the university or in high school, secondary school, you need maths because it's like very, very important. Now, although it's your flow, you cannot go and tell the examiner that, please, oh, this is my flow. I cannot pass it because it's my flow. No, that's where you become aware of yourself and work on yourself. And I mean work, really work on yourself. How do you now work on yourself? You meet people that know maths. You really put in effort. You really put in all it takes. You really put in that energy, even more than other subjects, because you know that, okay, you are actually not that weak in other subjects. This one, they are very weak. I think you put more of your energy 
into it. Do you understand? Like, so when you are aware of yourself, you know your flaws, you know your strengths, you know where to use the Pareto's, you know, 80-20 rule. Now, the Pareto 80-20 rule goes like this. Like, when you have a list of 100 things to do now, 20% of that thing, like 20% of all the list, if you had done 20%, it will still be equivalent to the 80% you did not do. Like, you still get more joy that, okay, I think this is the hardest thing for me to do today out of my... 10 to do the out of my 10 things to do on this list and if i just do this too to still make me happy even if i do not do everything do you understand so now for example you have to read maths and you have to read physics or no let's not let's not use two calculative courses you have to read maths and you have to read something like civic you have these two exams and you have you have the exam on monday and now today is saturday now you know that if you use the Pareto's 80-20 rule, because you're not weak in civic, you are not, you have, your strength is like civic, you like civic, so it's like, math is like your flow, so you're putting more effort into maths, do you understand? Like, you do that maths, at the end of the day, if you have like so many, um, no, like if, I don't know how to really um, explain this, but if you have 10 things to do, and you do two of those lists, okay, let me take that again. If you have 10 things to do and you do two of everything on that list, it will still make you happy as if you have done all the 10 things. So that is where becoming self-aware and self-discovery works hand in hand because eventually you'll be happy. And really, self-discovery is all about becoming the best version of yourself, being happy. You, you deserve happiness. Everybody deserves it. Do you understand? But you deserve it, but you have to work for it. Yes, absolutely. Nothing good comes easy. Nothing. I even read a quote somewhere that whatever is worth having, you have to work very hard for it. Or maybe not very hard, but you, you'd have to put in the work. You have to work for it, okay? I love that you mentioned effort, putting in effort and energy. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. Okay, so for me, my own self-discovery journey, I can say for sure has been a roller coaster ride. I'm still on the journey because I think this journey is actually continuous. So it's not been smooth at all for me. Can you tell us about your self-discovery journey? Well, 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 yeah, it's a really long, continuous process. I think till you die, <laughs> you discover things about yourself that you're like, okay, wait, wait a second. I have this in me. <laughs> okay, yeah. For me, I guess self-discovery really, really came to me or hit me when I started listening to the show on Max FM, Nigeria's radio station and my mom was really like you must listen to this you must listen to this and even before that i always like to watch you know talks on probably girl talks just talks and you know just being the best version of yourself and not necessarily like self-discovery self-discovery like knowing your temperament and everything but eventually i can't remember what year it was but I got to listen to the show and love the show and try to discover so many things about myself. And it is also important for people who are of age, please add to your self-discovery love language. Yes, 
you really need to add that to your self-discovery list to know how you feel loved and how you give others love absolutely love language is a must to understand so you just don't keep hitting your head on the wall asking yourself why things aren't going right whereas it actually starts from you and i think a lot of people don't know what their love language is and it is very important to figure that out because it it comes in very handy not just in romantic relationships but also in friendships and the way that we relate with other people by the time you are aware you'll be able to have that conversation and communicate it with other people that yes these are my needs this is the way that i prefer to you know receive love this is my preference this is what i like and you cannot tell someone that this is what you like if you don't know what it is that you actually like so for my final question before you go i want to know what advice do you have for someone out there who is struggling with self-discovery at the moment what tips do you have for them as well yeah well my advice to anyone out there who is struggling with self-discovery I think the first thing is to pray. Okay, this is not a religious concept or anything, but seriously, you actually need to pray. Like you have to be in, you have to have a relationship with your Lord. You have to have a relationship with your maker, you know, to, to get to know who is this person he created. And also you can listen to the show I was talking about earlier on Max FM. I don't know the channel, it is in Abuja, but in Lagos, I think it's 102.5, I hope I'm not mistaken. The show is called Late Night, and it starts from 10 till 3, so it's a very, very long show, and you would learn a lot. I must say also, read good books, read, 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 read good books, because books help you get to know a lot. Also your circle of friends if they're the ones that always pull you down please change them because you have to like change your circle of friends to be able to change and to be able to change positively you have to have positive kinds of friends do you understand me and so prayer you can listen to the show read books go on google you can search all those things ask people you trust to you know help you with knowing your flaws and your weaknesses and above all don't worry it's going to be okay it's going to be all right thank you so much ikmat for joining me on today's episode of the show i truly appreciate it i appreciate you may allah reward you abundantly may god bless you i'm so glad you are doing this with me and i really love this so thank you so so much Thank you so, so, so very much, sister, for having me. And y'all, keep listening to the Confidence Revamp podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you want to get more from ICMAT, you can listen to our podcast. It's called The Sweet and Sour Podcast, and I'll have it in the show notes below. Have a wonderful day, you guys. 
thanks again for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed this episode please share it with someone else you can also take a screenshot post it on your instagram stories and tag me at daily ganyat i will repost you repost your story and give you a shout out i look forward to seeing that i look forward to hearing from you until next time remember to be kind and patient with yourself as you journey towards a healthy self-esteem and self-love i love you so much bye bye